1: Halo, Halo there, all you insurrectionists on Madrigal. We're coming to get you with the combat drop. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're here kicking through the front door with episode 112 of the Sacred Icon Podcast. Here to talk all things Halo. And what a time to be alive because the Halo show is finally out. Can you believe it? I believe it! We're here. We're ready to talk on it. Without further ado, because we're not going to waste any more time, guys, it's me, your host, Jovial Joshua Hargis, and joining with me, as always, is my buddy, my pal, my friend, the guy who's got such a busy day, he's under the weather, but he said, you know what, we're not going to miss this, hell nope, we're going to make this episode happen. It's Brian Arvet. Brian, good morning, and greetings and salutations.
0: Guys, everything has been against this episode because as soon as Josh passed it over to me, his screen glitched up, and I didn't hear that he was done talking, and then there was just a blank stare there for a minute. <laughs> it's all right. I got this. I got this. Just stare at you for a, a. I have been. I have been sick this week. Um, what else? Let's see. I've been sick. Crazy. Uh, crazy stuff got scheduled on top of Saturday. So I got to get out of here soon. Uh, then I got on the computer today and my mic didn't work and I tried everything. I looked for drivers. I unplugged it. I plugged it back in. I took the computer off on everything. And it turns out the cord going into my mic, not the USB into the computer was loose. Finally got that. Here we are. We're going to talk for about an hour about the halo. TV series, just the first episode. What we think about it? It's gonna be our shortest episode
1: yet, but no less sweet because we got a lot to say on this.
0: Yeah, um, Josh. So before uh, I want to get us started, but before I I get us started, this is the preface I want to make. So I think correct me if I'm wrong. I think both of us have like positive things to say about the show. Like we we enjoyed ourselves with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So for those of you listening that are maybe like this show sucks, or I hate the show, or it's garbage, or it's trash, and you don't want to hear us talk about all the positive stuff. this will be mostly positive because we came away happy with it. But let me preface this, and I don't even know if Josh agrees with this. I'm saying something. This will be the most negative portion of the entire episode. Um, so when I say I watched this episode and I was impressed and I enjoyed it, you got to understand. There's like years of there's years of of. This sounds so bad. Like I said, it's gonna be a negative part. There's been years of being beat down as a Halo fan, right? Mm -hmm. There's been so many years of it that I've gotten to a point, and you know how we work on this show, where we try to see the positive light in things, and we try to enjoy things for what they are, and not let expectations get involved. Um, If you go back to, you know, you go way back to like 2010, and and how I feel about Halo, and how much I cared about Halo, uh, this show would have never flied for me, because it's not, it wouldn't have been good enough for me, you know, um, I just feel like over the years, Halo has become something different in in multiple ways. I'm not saying it's not the same in all the other ways, and I'm not saying it's not still enjoyable, and a lot of you people listening might think Halo's just as good now as ever, and that's an honestly completely fair opinion to have. I don't think it's wrong at all, but like, you know, if I go back to when we were in high school and like Halo 2 was coming out, Halo 3 was coming out, and that era... There was a sense of Halo had the sense of it was bigger than it really was. Like Josh, I don't know if you agree with this, but like when I played Halo 2, Halo 3, there was such a grandness to it and such a, a mystery mm-hmm. that it almost felt like the games were were just literally... I mean I'm trying to convey what I'm trying to say but like bigger than they are. It was almost a spiritual. It was almost religious. Well, they
1: penetrated uh, video game pop culture. I mean, they were in the mainstream. You couldn't go anywhere without seeing that game talked about. And there's a lot of AAA games that, I mean, they make it close, but they don't quite. Red Dead 2 is another one that I remember just everyone, people who didn't even play video games knew that that game was coming out. So I remember that point in time.
0: I mean, that that's, that is certainly one angle, Josh, but I think I'm almost even going a different angle. Like, I feel yeah. like it, like when I played Halo, and this sounds super immature because it is kind of immature in a sense, but like... When I played Halo, I felt like it was, like I said, it was almost like a spiritual experience. Like, I didn't feel like I was just playing a game. You know, it was like, just like, um, you know, Arbiter talking about, uh, you know, how the the Hierarchs have betrayed them. And, you know, and and there's the Gravemind and the Forerunners and, you know, Halo 3 and the Ark and, you know. What
1: Brian's telling us, guys, is that when he was playing that for the first time, his his, his body, like, astral projected and he, like, lifted up above his seat. It was
0: like, it felt like... (laughs) It felt like more than a game, yeah. and it just felt so... I don't know. It just it felt almost spiritual to play. That's how I would put it. But as the years have went on, I've got older. Other games have taken out. Things have changed hands. I don't feel that anymore. Like, even when the games are good. Even when I loved Halo 4 when it came out. I didn't like Halo 5 when it came out. I loved Infinite when it came out. I still don't get that spiritual feeling. I, I get the Halo hype. Don't get me wrong. Like, that Halo hype... There's, like, so many different aspects of this. But TLDR, what I'm trying to say is... Is that, Halo's changed so much, and it's been taken so many different directions. There's been so many books and add-ons and shows and comics and spin-offs and everything else. That by the time I got to the show, and I'm almost 30 years old, uh, I don't my my expect my expectations have been lowered, and in a sense, this also sounds bad. My standards <laughs> have been lowered. You know what I mean? Like what yeah, I expect yeah, for the show to make me happy. I fully believe that if this show came out as it is now in 2010, 2012-ish time, I would probably hate it. I'd probably hate it because I would wonder why there's no blue team, why they didn't decide to tell the story of, like, what's going on with, like, Reach and Contact Harvest and, Halo, like, discovering Halo. Why are they starting off on Madrigal with these characters that I don't know, um why is there silver team that are characters i don't know um why is chief taking his helmet off in the first episode um all valid questions and all all, you know
1: it's the kind of thing that you know uh, i probably would have had around that time too i I think back to like ford unto dawn especially in like when i i saw that in 2014 for the first time so it wasn't too far after its release And at the time I took that as it was, I look back on that now and I still think, yeah, that's pretty fine. Like if if that came out now, I think I'd still be okay with it. But if this came out back then, I think I would have points of contention because I think I was so much more invested. My life wasn't in a different – it was still closer to uh, youthful freedom, I guess, for lack of a better term. So I – would have had much more investment into the lore. And that's the thing yep. I see come up a lot for the people who haven't liked it, is a lot of people, the, the sentences start like, well, as a lore guy, or as a lore fan, or as someone who's into the lore, and then it kind of leads into, I didn't like this, I didn't like that. Which is all valid, but yeah, I mean, I, I get where you come from.
0: Didn't yeah, I mean, like, you if though. you had told me that, you know, if it was like 2010 and the show was coming out, and they said, well, in the show... Uh, Master Chief, they've suppressed his memories. He doesn't really know that he was abducted, and doesn't know about his family. Yeah. And if they, he tries to disobey orders, they try to remove his oxygen from his suit so that he faints. So that man, he I orders.
1: loved all that shit.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. See, that that's why I know. I but I'm
1: just to- like that, uh, man. I almost kind of forgot about that. So yeah, yeah. I, I
0: liked it, but that's the thing is, I need to preface this for people listening who are going, "Brian, are you crazy? Josh, are you crazy? Like, this ain't Halo." This ain't what, you know, what, think how much cooler it would have been if this. Think how much cooler it would have been if that. You know, like, we're focusing on this girl Quan that I've never heard of and never seen in the, in the books or cool. anything. Yeah. But we're not focusing on Blue Team. Uh, you know, and there's, like, you know, there's no Arbiter. Then there's this human character with the prophets and all this stuff. So, yes, I understand for all of, like, we. I'm pretty much just kind of, like, I'm not, try- like, not trying to sweep them under the rug, but at the same time, I am kind of sweeping under the rug. I'm saying, like, all those complaints and criticisms are are, are fair but like i feel like if there was any chance of enjoying this show Mm -hmm. you kind of had to sweep those under the rug we knew that it wasn't going to follow canon we knew it was a silver timeline we knew they were doing things differently so the approach that i went into with the show and i think josh went into the same way was can we watch a live action halo show with a bigger budget and enjoy ourselves and can we be entertained and we both were very entertained and we enjoyed it Josh, why don't you take us through your first impressions of the show since I kind of prefaced all that. No, you're good. Uh,
1: Yeah, I was pretty much in the same headspace. I was really excited for this because I had low expectations in a way in the sense that, like, you... Well, I guess it's the closest thing to, like, you prepare for disappointment. You expect the worst, so then you're not disappointed, which I hate that headspace. But I went in, like, you know, like, I don't expect much out of this, but... um, Came away really enjoying it as such. But it does have flaws. does have flaws. But, man, this was really fun. So the show starts out, and we're on Magical, and we're introduced to these insurrectionists. And the thing I thought was super cool was right away on the comm screen, you see the actor from, like, Pacific Rim, Dark Knight Rises. We just Knight talked Rises. about it. Dark yeah. Knight Rises
0: as Dude, Game of Thrones.
1: So nuts that he was in that. And I'm like, yeah. wow, I, I'm. that's all we see of him. But I, 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 right away, I thought, oh, I can't wait to see who this guy is. He's obviously going to be a bigger part of the show in some capacity. His
0: face almost made it seem like, whoa, this is a big-budget TV show now. <laughs> That's,
1: that was literally my thought. I'm like, yeah. you got like an A-list actor in there. I was like, okay. I don't know if he's A-list, but I don't he's know. He's close, though. He's close. But, uh, yeah, so we see we see him show up, and we get introduced these insurrectionists, insurrectionist, and one of them is like really young and green. And he's in this kind of debate with this older insurrectionist, and this guy's talking about. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about how, like, you've never seen a Spartan, they're unkillable. And and then I really like this scene because I felt like it really gave that preface. Like, I'll say overall, I felt like the show did a good job of, like, showcasing, like, you don't need to play the games to understand all this. But right there, that was giving us that context of, like, we need to sell people who are watching this for the first time. This is their first introduction to Halo. Before we show how badass these characters are. Let's give him a little little preface, yeah. you know, and they have that little conversation. Then we switch over uh, to Let's the girl. See, it
0: reminded me of Star Wars. I don't know why.
1: I could see that. Just I like could see that playing
0: cards at a table in a random planet. You know? you
1: know what? I think that reminds me of Brian. It's like Force Awakens when they're in the cantina and Maz's cantina, and like they're talking about the First Order, and Finn's like basically, I want to get out, and he's yeah. you know, and and Ray tries to, or I think Han, someone tries to talk to him, and he's like, you don't know a thing about me. You know, but uh, yeah. but anyway, then we go over to we're introduced to what's the what's the daughter of the, the leader? Quan. Quan, yeah. Quan Pa, so, ah,
0: I think's her last name. Yeah. Ah.
1: Um and she's hanging out with her friends and they're basically going looking for shrooms and they're getting high on drugs. Really excited about that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then immediately she sees what? A ship? Yeah, she sees a covenant ship. Yeah. And She gets real scared, Well, because she doesn't even know it's Covenant at this point. They've never even seen the Covenant. And she runs back to warn her friends, and her friends are like, No, let's go see what it is! And then we're immediately introduced to how brutal, which I've seen that brought up a lot, we're introduced to how brutal this show is, because a lot of limbs are being immediately singed off. What did you think about that, Brian?
0: (laughs) This is probably the pessimistic side of me, but I thought... I thought, like, oh, I, I feel like behind the scenes were like, well, we're going to piss off fans with it not being canon, so just crank the gore up, make up for it. That's
1: what I felt like. <laughs> yeah. It's really gory. Yeah. It is. It felt like Mortal Kombat levels are gory a little bit there. It was like how blowing a lives. limb
0: off, blowing a head off, shooting a head two times after it's already been killed. Yeah.
1: Dude, I mean, you remember when that, um, like, it's a little bit later on, but you remember when they're still on that on magical one, that Elite? Or I think it was the Elite, or maybe it was the Spartan. One of them uses the plasma pistol. It was so powerful. Yeah, it was Spartan, so yeah. powerful, yeah. But um, yeah, so then she immediately like soaked blood with blood on her face. Immediately begins run running back to uh, her family, running back to the you know the village the encampment, and tells everyone, warning them of the attack. And they think this whole time it's UNSC. They're all like UNSC's bad, and they're immediately as the the doors. I remember the doors are like they open with an explosion, and it's just all smoke and debris. And then there's that. Oh, and the dude gets on the the leader. Her dad gets on that like turret, and you see, you know, and it looked like a Halo turret. And I was like, "That's cool." Yeah. And then we see the Covenant come in. What do you think of them? Like, because I've seen some people complain about the CGI. This is actually
0: my biggest complaint with the entire episode, which is unfortunate because it's it's really early on. Mm -hmm. Um, The the CG on the aliens is horrible. It's frankly horrible. Um, It doesn't look like they're there at all. It doesn't look like the lighting. Of the filmed environment and the lighting of the CGI uh, go together at all. It looks like yeah. honestly, what I felt like when I saw this scene was the was uh, Space Jam, <laughs> where like you know Bugs Bunny is just like a cartoon in front of
1: you know I can room. I guess I can see that. I mean I, it was bad. It was bad. I think and, 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 my take. A, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: That's that's the thing. I it sucks so much is if you watch Forward the Dawn, you saw what they did with a much lower budget. They 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 use restraint by having just a glimpse of the of one Elite, and then he was invisible a lot, so they didn't have to use anything. Yeah. And it was more believable, like Forward Under Dawn, that that Elite was there. But in this, they just had so many of them running around, and they looked like... Erica watched that part of the episode with me. She's like, they look like video game yeah.
1: characters. Well, I thought the same thing initially. I was like, man, they look cool design-wise, but they don't look super convincing in terms of realisticness. But, on the other hand, I, I thought about this more too, dude, and I was... I, I, you know, it's like... Ford on the Dawn which was a good comparison I thought the same thing that was like all that took place at night this takes place at the daytime well, and I thought when I'm we do you see the profit later on I actually thought the profit looked
0: fantastic. Yep. I, you exactly you touched on exactly what I was just say now the thing is that's what I'm saying is like I don't think it's a budget problem as much that the CG was so bad here because they proved within the same like 10 minute window that they can do it well the profit looked amazing and when chief is going to retrieve that four hundred artifact and they've got a lead watching him you know, like, no, hiding yeah. behind the rock? That yeah. Elite looks really good. Like he did few look Like, the close-ups good. on him, mm-hmm. it looks real and believable because it's super dark in there. I think the lighting lined up well. But they, when they first introduced the Elites in this episode, it's super bright desert. And yeah. they just walk out of the shadow, and it just looks so out of place. And that's what's unfortunate, because for me, it's like, okay, you bring me in with the card scene and, like, telling them about Spartans. Cool. Okay, and then and then you see when you see the first glimpse of the Covenant ship, it doesn't look very good either. It's it's pretty CG, it's pretty bad too. And then you see the elites show up, and I'm like, ah, that looks awful. But then when you have the Spartans show up, they did a good job of giving you that endorphins, yeah, like hair on the back, stand up on your back, right. Like, like the the perfect perfect way they had Chief show up was like you know with him landing with that typical like hero pose
1: yeah he totally hears superhero pose landing. superhero
0: pose and then he puts (laughs) his head up yeah and then no what was so cool is like my wife does not care about halo she does not care about the show at all but she was there and he shows up like that he gets up and starts to move and erica goes and the most like it was almost like a child it was like naivety it was so cute she was like 117 that's chief right and i'm like they did it right they nailed it because someone like Erica, who just vaguely knows about him, doesn't really care about Halo, she saw that 117, and you could see, like, they like, I know him. That's yeah. Master Chief, isn't it? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's Master Makes Chief. Makes
1: me all the more glad. I still remember way back when we were, like, when we first saw the 117 on uh, Chief and Infinite, and we were like, eh. I know. I know. I'm
0: so glad it's there. Now. I'm so glad
1: it's there. I can't picture it without it. But, yeah, so Great. getting back to the show, we um, as she runs back and they have the, the battle, Spartans show up like Brian said and man there were some great action sequences here we get Chief getting to see him be a badass first dodging and weaving between two elites and then we get to see uh, Silver Team show up and they each kind of get their moment to kind of shine and stuff like that I liked what I got to see of them in this it was pretty cool you get to see some of the weapons at one point Chief's shield goes down and you hear that, br- 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 yep.
0: and I was like,
1: I I looked at my I looked at dad, and I was like, I was like, that's from the game. I was
0: like, that's yeah. so cool. Did your dad like, like it or no? He, he did. It. He actually did like it. Like I you know, I, would I always say wonder, he's
1: enamored, but like he he seems interested enough to at least watch all of it.
0: I always wonder, like, whenever they do like the UI for Halo in a commercial or a show, why don't they make it look like the game? Why do they always change it for no? Like for the sake of it, you know? Yeah. Like it's a nitpick, but like Chief's HUD looks way different it's yellow and it, it's just different icons i'm like why don't you just use the game one like yeah i mean couldn't that just be I mean, no that's
1: a fair it's a valid question because there's a lot in this that is like pulled directly from the games it's it's like homages to the games it's those those easter egg moments of like oh my god that's what that's from and then there's other moments yeah. where it's like they they do that and that's kind of different and you're like what was the <laughs> decisions and why do they why do they
0: seem like they're always afraid to use the halo music is it like a like a rights thing with like marty i and bet Michael? it is
1: i bet it is Man, you know, you gotta gotta be, because you've got to have that Because Royalties, they, they Paramount up. would probably have to play, pay him and Michael every time. But, um, but yeah, so then every, uh, there's this one point where the insurrectionists realize, like, hey, the UNSC is actually here to help us, not hurt us. And the tides seem like they're starting to shift, but still the insurrectionists are just dying one by one. I shouldn't even call them insurrectionists, but uh, they're dying one by one. And it all comes down to the girl Kwan, and her. she sees her father get killed. Um and then Chief go she runs off, if I'm not mistaken, right? She runs off, and then Chief and Silver Team go to investigate um the dropship. And that's where they see the hole in the the wall or Cave. whatever you want to call it. Cave, yeah. And then they mention it's not a natural force. I know, isn't that great? I like that. <laughs> and I dude, I got the biggest shit eating grin on my yep. face when they said that. I was like, that's cool. And then And it was in passing, too. I didn't feel like it drew too much attention to itself. So, then they get in there, and we see what is, I'm assuming, is still considered a Forerunner artifact. Chief touches it and flashes back and sees, like, a dog and sees, like, a family and all this stuff. And it staggers him, totally stunned. And... But then they're, uh, we sound like elite. in Halo
0: 5 when a hunter stuns him, he gets a vision of Cortana. Yeah, yeah. And the blue disgusting. team has to wake him up. Silver team has to be like, Chief, wake up.
1: Oh, you're right. That is pretty similar. So then, yeah, he, he uh, he gets outside with Silver team. And this is where Chief starts to, I uh, start to get Halo 5, like Chief fives, is like he basically tells them to go on the ship, you know, and everything like that. Well, they, this is after they chase the, uh, the spare elite that that is running off takes off with camo gets in a banshee which was cool to see a banshee he flies away in that um but then he tells them to pretty much go do their thing like
0: it takes know. 20 minutes for chief to say infinity i don't like it
1: yeah pretty much And and right there i was like interesting i was like i wonder where they're going with that if if this is just chief being chief here or like what but um yeah then he they run into Quan and they get he gets kwan on the pelican and everything like that and then I think this is where we cut over to we get to see Halsey for the first time. What did you
0: think of Halsey and all this UNS? Dude, stuff? I thought she killed it and the way she acts with her like eyes and mouth and expressions. Yeah, amazing, dude. I, I love her, as Halsey. Dude, it sign was, me up. It was yeah. I was gonna say I really liked her, and again in the
1: same sense of like borrowing certain elements, but also weaving their own kind of narrative with it. Halsey seemed like the only good person in the UNSC aside from Miranda in this episode
0: um I can see that but also it's clear that she just wants what she wants which happens that's to a good seem point. better
1: cause you do you yeah. do have that moment when they realize like he's starting to remember that they her and um the other lady I think her she exchanges like a look with somebody and you know like oh shit we don't kidnap these kids they're, remember,
0: they're waking yeah. up you know but, like if you so think about it Halsey would have had no problem letting Chief kill Koran yeah he just, Chief, decided not to.
1: Yeah, that's true, but you could see that she was, like, getting more behind that. I don't know. She was getting more curious. She, was, she
0: just she was just interested in what he would do when reacting to Forerunner yeah, uh, artifacts. Right. She, just wanted, she was just there as, like, a fly on the wall. just want to see what was going to happen. She, yeah. she didn't care about the chaos, I don't think. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Well, this is also where we're introduced. I may be mispronouncing it, but uh, we're introduced to Admiral Perangoski. Perangoski
0: uh, is what I Parangosky? think, I don't know
1: Okay, yeah. Sure. But uh, what do you think of her? She did a good job of,
0: like, because basically her character in the lore is like, you know, she conveys her evilness through just how stern she is. And that's mm-hmm. what I got through Paragonski.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't mind her at all. That she was a good kind of, like, opposite to Halsey, a good kind of foil. Because Halsey tries to talk to her about the Cortana program. And, that, and when I heard that name, I immediately lit up. And I was like, yeah, uh, it was funny. In the same time, Brian, as soon as I heard that name, uh, for some reason, because of the context, I was like... I got really excited, and then in the same span of that second, I was like, we're not seeing her this episode. Like, you're building up to her, guys.
0: I I was like, ah. Now, do we think, does it look like, Does it look like Halsey's growing a clone of herself to make Cortana? That's what I thought when I saw the pod. a little different. I mean, we know that she cloned her brains in the books. Right. So this is just a little spin on it, just cloning a whole person, I guess, to make Cortana?
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't understand how they're doing that exactly. It's
0: kind of neat, though. I think it adds to, like, sci-fi mystery for people who aren't, like, Halo fans already, like, watching the show. Like, whoa, that's her, but she's bald and she's in a pod. What's that about? It definitely raises more
1: questions than answers, which is always good. That's what the first Halo did, so yeah that was really cool um and then we get to see um well we go back to like on the ship kwan's refusing to cooperate when this is where i think around the time we get her oh she's on the ship she's in a hold and she's just waking up she's minding her own business and she sees chief down below and chief is just musing on that he's ruminating on that damn artifact he's like what the fuck did this do to me (laughs) Yep. <laughs> and and uh, then we cut back, and this is where we get our first look at Miranda Keyes. I she love tries to Miranda Keyes. Yeah, I thought Miranda was great. I thought she really was a really great actress.
0: She The actress seems like she's one of the best actresses in the show, in my opinion. I don't even know what else she's done. No, uh, some of
1: these <clears> people are like, familiar, and other ones are like totally green. Totally green yeah. to me. But she was great. She shows up, and she tries to talk to Quan into basically putting out a video for them to stream to the world, basically, to all those other planets, like, uh, people on Magical and stuff, and um, try to get a treaty going or something like that, like a, something just to stop the war, and Kwan's like, fuck you guys, I'm not doing that at all, and then... How about
0: uh, I say that the UNSC killed everybody? yeah, Yeah, which was,
1: I was like, Kwan, not only, like, I know you just lost your dad and everybody, but like, I guess you just don't care about your own life at this point, which yeah, you're going to die. If I was in her shoes, I'd probably feel the same way, but I'm like you literally are feeding them the kill order. Like I'm yeah. just like right. this is
0: not going to
1: this is not going to
0: end well. I like guess a good thing chief just got a memory jog or else you would have been dead.
1: Yeah, and this is around the time, I mean we were jumping ahead a little bit and we're going to go around, but um this is it's not too long after this that um, they're given the kill order to
0: Oh, I think you skip past like High Charity and the Profit. Oh yeah, well let's talk about let's talk about
1: that. Yeah, so then we get to High Charity. High Charity looked amazing. Easily yeah. like the coolest looking part of the show. I was watching this with dad on like 65-inch 4K TV with the lights off and it looked phenomenal. I was like this is fucking sci-fi. I was like this is so cool. Yeah. And then we get to see I forget her name. Um Lucky, Yeah, you might be right. I mean, you might be right. I don't have it on me right now, but we get to see her for the first time as the prophet of mercy is walking to talk to her and she's reading, she's reading a book and a human book book, and she, and mercy's like super curious. We, we, it's revealed that he doesn't know um, English. He doesn't know like just human language as a whole. And he, he seeks that knowledge from her, at least in some capacity. And, uh, but, but he, but he also like, it's weird in this moment, he like talked to her in a way that was like, he almost, like, needs her, but I don't know, like, almost he doesn't respect her. Like, it was weird. There was this weird, like, it's like he sought her knowledge, almost like she's a teacher, but then he said, the way he said things at the same time was like, I don't know, like, you're you're necessary to our plan, but, like, we don't,
0: I don't know. I I get the vibe that he might, like, you know, like, I can't think, it's a trope, it's a trope in movies and shows where uh, a bad guy or an evil person has raised someone that they abducted or stole. Their whole life. Oh, my God,
1: that's that girl I remember from the casting reports now. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, my brain's catching up.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, no, like, that's like a common trope in, like, shows or movies is, like, the whole, like, oh, I stole you when you were a kid, and now you've lived with me for 20 years, so we have a relationship that basically because I I stole you or abducted you. Mm -hmm. So I think they're, like, I don't know if that's exactly what they're going for here, but, like, I feel like the prophet has some respect for her, and she has some respect for him, but it's not necessarily... Because they both, because she wanted to be there, you know, like she just yeah. happened to be raised in that. Um, I thought the prophet looked amazing. Like the prophet looked so good that I wouldn't have asked for any more.
1: Like right the when they like got that close up. Remember when they got the close up on his face and his like yeah. eyes are kind of darting the way he's talking to her and everything. I that was honestly my favorite moment the entire. That's episode. what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I was like, because I remember there was that leak photo like last year at some point, and. It had the profit in there, and I thought that looked cool. I can't wait to see him like move, <laughs> like it would be animated. Yeah. Now we finally get to see it, and it just looked. It, he looked fantastic, and it's it looks like they didn't
0: spare budget on him. But man, those elites in the beginning they just so no bad. expense.
1: They, they put it all on the profit. but they're
0: like, <laughs> they're like uh, let's make the elites it's look such worse a profit so thing some, to do. <laughs> let's get some chin pubes for the profit. Oh uh,
1: yeah, that's such, I mean, that's gonna be interesting, Brian. Real quick, what's on my mind? Do you think they're gonna have the flood at all at any point in the show?
0: I think if the show went on enough seasons, for sure, because I feel like season, just guessing, mm-hmm. I feel like season one's going to end with the discovery of Halo, and then season two will be, like, on Halo, and that's then if you was... think in season two or three, you'd re-encounter the Flood.
1: Yeah, that's what I—that's a pretty good estimate, I'm because I, I was thinking either, I was thinking maybe midway into the show they'll discover the ring, but... Maybe you're right. Maybe how, how do you
0: feel about so? How do you feel about this? You know, female human raised by the Covenant.
1: I don't mind her because the episode raised more questions, and that's what I liked. That's what I liked about the first Halo game experience. So I thought it was really cool to see her, and just she's got a book for whatever reason. She's tethered to this book, or at least it's got some sentimental value to her in some way or another, and. She clearly doesn't care for her own race, otherwise she wouldn't be helping the Covenant. But, like, why is she helping the Covenant? Why are they aligning with her? How did that come to be? All these questions that I can't wait to see the show answer. And, again, they did a really great job of, like, just showing enough of her and Mercy to give us, like, questions but not really reveal too much. You know what I mean? Like, you show the Covenant, like, within the first, like, 15 minutes of the show, but then we get to see the head of it it kind of reminds me of like how force awakens you know you see like kylo right away you see the first order right away but then we get snoke but they show only just enough snoke to make you wonder like and have all these theories and questions but they don't really provide you with answers but they do show you like the head of the snake and everything so i
0: liked her i thought her
1: costume just looks really cool like that whole thing okay, that goes that's up funny over okay
0: because i that's kind of my complaint i was going to say like i've actually come to accept the whole like human raised by covenant thing but my thing was the <clears throat> the outfit they put her in; it just screamed like cheap sci-fi to me.
1: Okay, you know? she reminds she looks like straight out of the Star Wars Senate, like a Senate meeting.
0: <laughs> That's what yeah, that, she does. that looks like that <laughs> looks like on. that may have flew for Attack of the Clones, twenty years.
1: Ago. Yeah, dude, I'm just saying Attack of the Clones of Revenge in
0: particular, like the aesthetics of that time. Dude, yeah. you nailed that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like they they you take one look at that and you know like that looks kind of corny, but. That's okay. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't what, know. What do, you, what do you think of uh, Captain Keyes?
1: Okay, yeah, so we get we get to Captain Keyes, and this is around the time the kill order comes in. We kind of flash back, and we get to see Keyes go talk to Miranda and talks about that. Dude, well, okay, like the actor, definitely like him. It was great seeing him after Last Jedi. And... Um, Seeing their kind of uh, lineage, not lineage, just the the, the father uh, daughter dynamic was really yeah. cool. You can tell they're way closer
0: time. than Halsey is with Miranda. I know
1: that's so estranged. You can clearly tell because she refers to her as Halsey, not mom. Yeah. So there's a lot of estrangement going on. More on that, I'm sure, as the show progresses. But uh, I liked him. I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he did really well. I thought he looked cool in the suit and everything. And um, I'm excited to see where they go with his character because he he feels like the same keys in the sense of like following orders being loyal but at the same yeah. time it's like this is really like I, I mean I, I know the books go into more detail but game wise it's really the first time out of like the common knowledge of like the Spartan program that we really see something or hear about something that's like super dark that the UNSC has to do like what they consider a necessary evil basically what do you think of him what do you think of that
0: well You know, I think, um, you know, know there was a lot of controversy around the casting of Keys and a a little bit Miranda, too, back when that came out. Because, obviously, since the guy playing Captain Keys is black, then the daughter of him and Halsey is going to be, you know, black as well. So that's why he plays Miranda. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I like about Miranda and uh, Captain Keys in this is, like, I know they're playing those roles, but I'm watching the show as, like, a new medium. And to me they're just kind of they're new interpretations of the characters so that in a way they feel like a new character to me. Where I can be honest and say uh Halsey I feel like I very much feel like this is the Halsey from the games. Yep. Whereas Captain Keys and Miranda Keys they don't quite seem like the ones from the games, but they seem to have their own dynamic going. And I, I like their, their chemistry between each other as father and daughter. Yeah. And I like, I, I like I said, love the actress. I mean, I loved Captain Key's actor too, but I really was sold on um, the girl Miranda. who plays Miranda. Miranda I, I'd like yeah. to see her in some other show if some, or something in movie. I'll look it up on IMDb well, sometime. I'm not, or I might be mispronouncing that, but Olive Gray is, but, uh, is uh, the actress. Yeah, but so God. I really like them. Um, I think. I think it I'm trying to I think the most impressed I was with the performance in this was probably it's a, it's a three-way tie between Halsey uh Miranda and Pablo who plays chief which oh, I know we're gonna I know' jump ahead I can't here. wait to talk about Pablo but yeah but dude okay so this is the funny thing if you guys remember Ford Under Dawn, there's that point after the kids meet chief and Chief's walking in front of them and then Thomas Lasky's like, "What do we call you?" Or some one of them's like, "What do we call you?" And Ford and Dawn and Chief turns around. and He goes, "You could call me Master Chief." And it's like really corny. in Forward Dawn, super corny. Like, it doesn't feel right at all. It doesn't feel earned. Doesn't doesn't just doesn't feel right. So <laughs> it's like he you turns to imagine, the camera. <laughs> you got to imagine how much more of a monumental task it would have to be to have Chief pull off his helmet. And then look at us, the audience, through the camera and not feel weird. And he nailed it, in my opinion. He absolutely nailed it. When he took off the helmet, Mm. the look on his face, the delivery of his words. This is the biggest point of
1: contention of the episode. I'm in agreement with you, but most people felt it was too soon. Even okay, had. well,
0: I'm not on Twitter anymore, so I don't know.
1: No, but, I know, but I'm bringing that up so you know. Yeah, that's yeah, so I'm saying yeah. it's like I,
0: I didn't have to deal with that. Uh, well, that's you know,
1: me. Episode. I watched the episode first. I, I wasn't like seeing – I watched it after I got home from work and I didn't see anyone else's stuff on Twitter. I hadn't looked yet. And when that happened, I was like, ooh. But you know what it was, too? Since the show had already been promoting like pictures that showed yeah. him, <laughs> I was already you. prepared. It helped yeah. me prepare – so then when he did take it off, the fact that he even had, like, a, a little bit of beard, you know, or, like, just stubble and stuff like that, I didn't really mind. But, um, yeah, He sold it to me. That. Like, I, I was like, that's Master Chief. Someone has already made an edit, Brian. It looks super convincing where he takes the helmet off and just, like, Combat Evolved, it's another helmet. <laughs>
0: that's cool. <laughs> it's super great. There are some things I miss out now, I made mean, on Twitter. No, it, yeah, that, I
1: saw that on Reddit, so you're fine. Don't, okay. You don't need to go back on Twitter.
0: But no, that's, uh, dude... I loved I, and I'm you know what honestly I think it's great that he took his helmet off in the first episode because if you want to establish the ability to have this character take his helmet off, yeah, just rip that band-aid off in the first episode. Yeah. Don't wait until we've watched six episodes and some people are getting real accustomed to the fact that you're never gonna see his face and then pull it off. you know it was different in Mandalorian because that's like a new character, a new show with no history like there's no history well, to that character.
1: Yeah, no, that's a great point. I thought about this, too, because it's like, you know, everyone for everyone saying they did it too soon, I can see that just from looking at this first episode, but it's like the Mandalorian already was the show that had a protagonist with the helmet on, and if they did the same thing with Chief where they built up to like X amount of episodes, finally the helmet comes off, people would have been like, oh, they're copying Mandalorian. There would have been no way he could have escaped that. The show's criticism could have escaped that. So they did it right here, like Brian said, rip the band-aid off. And this is preceded because we see a Chief that, like in the games we've come to know, is super helpful, super friendly. Even in Combat Evolved, right away, he puts the hand on the shoulder, reassuringly in the escape pod. He's not
0: there yet in this show.
1: But he's not there yet in this show on Magical. He literally just walks off, like seeing her. And on the ship, when she's pounding, trying to get his attention, he's just like, yeah, I see you, but I don't give a shit. I'm more interested in this triangular artifact. And apparently Chief killed her mother. Yes, which is, you know, so that's where we get some dialogue, and that's what was interesting. So Chief is sitting down. We'll get back to the helmet thing, but they're both sitting down because she wants some food, and she's eating, and they're having a conversation, and she talks about how uh, he killed his mother, or her mother, and how we get to that point, and Chief and her have this, like, nice back and forth, and we get to see him kind of, like, she kind of plays upon that the question of morality of like always following orders and not questioning them and stuff like that. Why are you smiling, Brian?
0: Well, you skipped my favorite part of the whole encounter. It's like she's like, "What are you eating?" He's like, "Nuts, bolts, microchips." <laughs> I know. And then he was like, "That was a like, joke." He's like, "That was a joke," and I'm like, "Hell yeah, I can go for a chief that shows his face and has some humor like that." I, I, I like that. You know, like, uh, any good at clearing LZs on occasion. You know, he, exactly. He, that, no, that, that's, that's a really cheap. good
1: point, dude. Because you know what? That's that's like the only joke moment he had in the whole show in that episode. Yeah. And it's like that was enough. It was subtle. They didn't yep. spend a lot of time on it. It wasn't like as much as I'm. I'm not even hate on the Last Jedi. I was actually just talking nice about it earlier. But like that whole moment in the beginning with Hux and uh, and Poe. Uh, yeah, it kind of drags that. out a
0: bit. It drags out way too much. Like they didn't do that in this. So that was that's a really good point. I'm glad you. And I, I will say the the way the Spartans look at because skipped over this the way the spartans look in this mm-hmm. for me borderline perfect so i'm glad they got yeah. that right even if to me they got the elites really wrong because of how horrible the cg is yeah uh, but they got the profit right and the spartans look badass the silver team they all look awesome also yeah you what know? well, no i like that agree. Shot he's... in the beginning of madrigal where it's like silver team on me and they come from the commercial oh when it's he's badass. strutting and
1: they're all walking like just seeing that in the context yeah. now of the actual episode oh dude i was like fucking badass dude I was like yep. I'm fucking there what the? Where are these guys going I'm walking with them it was awesome that was a really cool part I totally agree um, but yeah the other thing that was interesting was when he's talking to her and basically he goes rogue this is where we're gonna catch up to the helmet coming off so the helmet comes off she's got like the battle rifle or whatever that is pointed at him and he's basically like listen that ain't gonna do shit but here let me, let me try to talk you down takes the helmet off yeah and they still play, even though this is the first episode. I really like that they still put put this emphasis on like it detaching sort of, and then yeah. we flash over to the UNSC and they're like his helmet's coming off, and I'm like what is he doing? And then he takes it off, and she's like, he says something like, uh, you know, she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to help you, or or they they gave me the order to kill you, but I'm not going to do it. I'm trying to help you, and she's like, why? And he's like, I don't know. And that was my that was my second favorite part. I love that because it's like. Already this chief is someone who like has so far followed things by the book, but something about this particular moment is like really making
0: him quite, he doesn't know why he's helping. I also like person. how he was like, I feel like somebody, some people missed the point because like people on, I saw some people on like uh, uh, Resetera or whatever, because I, I I was on Recetera. They were like, oh, a chief doesn't know that like he's going to get his head shot if he has his helmet off. I'm like, when he takes it off, he literally says to her, if you want to kill me, you're going to need to aim up here. Like, I'm giving you this opportunity to gain your trust. Also, they're, they're tying in that, like, accessing the Forerunner stuff is, like, bring it's doing something to him, like, biochemically. Like, yep. because there's that scene yeah. with Halsey and her, Their like, scanning his, is, yep. scanning his body and whatever, and, like, he is, the, that stuff is helping him become more human or whatever, which is a little different angle than the game is. Once again, this is a show, it's an adapta- adaptation of, they're doing things a little bit differently.
1: I- yeah, and we've yet to see how far that goes, but that yeah, that's a really good point, too, is they did, they did that and, uh, to kind of further cement, like, how he's kind of shifting and why he's changing. And I love that, because, like, when I looked – when the first half of the episode was going, I was like, you know, I'm into this because of Taylor, but I don't know how I feel necessarily yet. There's a few key moments that are just really cool, some that are badass, but I'm like, I still don't know. But by the end of the episode, I was in love with it. And it was because of stuff like this, how it had this slow build. Because I kept thinking back, like, when he takes the helmet off, I'm thinking back to how he was in the beginning, like, helping on Magical, how he just kind of walks off. And then as soon as he touches that thing, he's like, like, what the hell? And then he tells Silver Team immediately, like, hey, like, basically gets them isolated from him, gets them separated to get himself some space. And then the next time we see him on the ship, he's super hyper fixated on that device processing what's going on. He gives the report to Halsey, and he's like, I had memories of a dog, a family. And that's when Halsey's like, you know, oh, shit. Because, and they're like, what's he, what's he talking about? He's like, he's he's remembering. And yeah. that scares them a little bit. And that's when What's-Her-Name gets way more concerned. We basically, throughout this episode... She just gets increasingly more concerned Her, about the Spartan. Yeah, she get. Thank you. Gets increasingly you know what's more.
0: What's another concerned? moment I really love, Josh? What's that? Is the moment where Halsey goes up to the other Spartans and she's like, "If anybody tries to touch Chief, yes, you stop them." Yeah. And then, the, and then the, the ones yeah. like even friendlies and the other dudes like, "It's Chief." Yeah. If it's friendlies, and then and then there's this look on Halsey's face like, "These are my children. They know." Children. <laughs> yeah. You See, know? that's
1: what I liked during this because I was like, I'm sure. They're still that sounded like fucking Bert and Ernie. I'm sure,
0: I'm sure they're still gonna go with it.
1: But I'm sure they're still gonna go with like part of the Spartan program abducting children. Like I was telling Dad, I was like, well, that's what they did in the books. But I'm like, I'm not sure if that's what they're going for in the show. But it remains to be seen yet. But I'm sure that's what they're still going for with the whole memory jog. But that was a cool moment because yeah, then basically he's coming back to Reach. We see we see Reach briefly too, which was really cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we see the exterior, but it um, comes back and. And he's in that dropship and this is where everything starts to go kind of crazy because then like they – he's not killing her. So then they decrease the oxygen levels, which like makes her pass out. Chief tries to carry her and immediately it's like – just collapses because they lower his. And in my head I was like, for a brick, he fell pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But um, then we, yeah, then we fast forward a bit and we get to all that stuff with um, the UNSC basically going to, all the Marines are being sent to basically take him out. And that's when Halsey, like Brian said, uh, tasks Silver Team with like, hey, if anyone tries to kill him, fuck him up. And then we see like, it looks like, I think like some kind of C4 type thing they're planting on the outside of it. And that's when like Silver Team points their weapons and they turn around real slowly and look like, oh, what what the fuck are you doing? That yeah. was really cool. I was like, man, this show is going to this point. Not that I thought it was gonna go there, but it's like it's going there already. I was like, yeah. what, what's the rest of the show gonna be like then? You know? So and then he touches this is the thing I wanted to ask you about. So he touches the artifact and it just completely activates the the pelican gives it its own power, its own energy source. Yeah. And he's able to take off. What do you think about that?
0: I mean it's accurate to the games because uh that's what Infinity's powered by in Halo Four and Five is a. Oh my
1: God, that's right, that's right. I'm I'm the noob,
0: but uh, yeah, no, I mean, no, no. But I thought that yeah, order just had like way better power than yeah, human current humanity does. So, I mean, they're 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 you know they're playing around. Basically, the the, the people who made the show they they got the toy box and they're just playing around with it. You know, they're doing their own thing, dude. You know? Perfectly Halo said.
1: Perfectly said. And I that's what I'm excited most about. I walked away from this episode. Loving it because of that. I wish that Star Wars would do stuff like that. I get tired, like... Like, okay, I I gotta figure out how to try to explain this. When I watch anything Star Wars related, read anything, play anything Star Wars related... Like, there's always the part of me now... I almost don't think about it at all. But there's the part of me now that's always kind of, like, concentrated on the canon. What's it trying to tell? Like, how's it going to, like, fit, find its place and its footing in this pre-existing established universe... That's always like a thing now, but when I was younger, I just took everything as it was. you know what I mean? like I didn't pay attention to all that shit. Well, with Halo with this show, I knew going into it that like silver team and all this different stuff and yeah, I was like why I was I had the same question like why not Blue team? I don't really understand unless you got some like you know plans with Silver Team that maybe they're gonna be killed off or something like that. but um, I was thinking like why don't why don't you do that stuff? well. Now that I'm seeing this episode in its full context, I'm like, I'm so happy that, like, they're borrowing from the sandbox. They're borrowing from this property and taking inspiration, but they're not letting all that lore. This is a hot take. I know a lot of you guys are like, shut up, Josh, but I like that they're not letting all that stuff define how they tell this narrative. It's so cool because it's like it's another case of, like, 20 years of Halo is all still there, but now here's the silver timeline and I can enjoy this, and other people like my dad, who has never played the games, is not being punished for not having spent 20 years invested into this franchise. They had to do something like that, and I think that's fucking awesome. It doesn't mean, and I'm not saying objectively or even subjectively that like the entire episode is perfect or good even, even though I loved it. I'm just saying like I'm really happy that they are doing their own thing, like you said perfectly, Brian, borrowing
0: from well, the box For those listening who are maybe like, Josh, shut up. Uh, like, to counter Josh a little bit, let me say this. If you watch this and are like, man, I would have preferred a Halo TV show taking place on Reach with Blue Team and, you know, all the exact things from the game, like, with a higher budget and all that. That's okay. Like, I mean, in some sense, I would have also. But, like, there's another, like, there's another sense of that where it's like, this is what we have, and, like, let's not... It's just like the way we view game, me and Josh try to view games. Let's not focus on what we could have had or what we don't have. Let's focus on what we do. Mm-hmm. And what we have here is a, for me and Josh, very entertaining show that we're excited to see more of. Uh, what kind of really sold me on the fact that I, I know I like this show is yesterday. I went I want to show Erica uh, what Chief looks like without the helmet, and stupid Paramount Plus the. Was glitched as all hell. I could not fast forward it, so I had to rewatch the episode. Okay. But I watched the first five minutes, and I was like, I noticed like five minutes in, I was like, "Holy shit, I'm interested," and I'm also like excited to see that like Spartan chief reveal again at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I rewatched the whole episode a second time last night, and I was like, like Erica went to bed, I had twenty minutes left in the episode, and I was like, "I'll come up after I'm done." Like I was into it, and yeah. I'm like, "That's really cool that I'm actually into it." Uh, Josh, let's do. As we reveal, as we review, like well, they're not really review. We're just kind of discussing, talking about this. But as we talk about these episodes week after week, let's not do an objective review. Let's not do a subjective review. Let's just do a Brian and Josh fun factor. how much they enjoyed yeah. Halo TV show fun review. Factor. Uh, I, to 10? give you an idea where I'm at, I would say if I'm going to review, give this an, uh, out of ten, I enjoyed this as a fun Halo show. It's about a seven, seven and a half out of ten.
1: I would completely agree with that. I was sent between a seven and an eight, so I'm going to say seven and a half too. So seven
0: point five. Really liked it. Really liked
1: it. It was, you know, the only thing that was jarring was just magical, like the setting. It's it's very like desert like almost, with a little bit of like a jungle or, or or forest, you know, and stuff like that. But it was weird seeing covenant show up in the daytime when i'm so used to seeing them at night and not in that kind of terrain It wasn't
0: the most halo place to start that's the yeah dude you said it
1: perfectly once again brian summoned up in two seconds love it that's why he's here but uh yeah that part felt weird but everything after i was just like it was cake i loved it it was dessert and just the ending just how it like he got the power of the ship and then he took off i'm like where are you guys going from here now angry joe uh, he got, I guess, somehow a two episode preview. And yeah, I saw. He, he mentioned like the second episode's apparently slow. So, for all you guys listening who maybe have issues with it, just try to give an open mind. Maybe the second episode, we don't know. Maybe he's going to be wrong, but maybe the second episode's going to be slow. But, I, dude, I'm excited. I can't wait to see where the show goes from here. I, I can't wait for Cortana to show up. I can't yeah. wait for them. When, you know what? That's the last thing I'll say, dude. I'll pass it over to you. But when she has. In the preview, she shows up and does the Halo hey, Master Chief. I'm Cortana, and yeah. everyone had all that controversy over that. Now all those issues, I'm like, man, I know the moment I see that contextually in the show, I'm gonna freak, and I'm probably gonna cry. I'm probably gonna cry. Well,
0: it's cool because there's kind of a new context to it, right? Like in this this version of Halo, like this Silver Timeline. Yeah. It it appears as if Cortana is gonna be like the thing that kind of keeps Chief in line to some degree. Like Chief's gonna be able to explore his humanity. But also have Cortana kind of keeping him on mission, which is not too much unlike the game. Do you really. think?
1: Do you think they're gonna have that Cortana is gonna come into the fold because now that he has essentially gone awol, that I keep forgetting her name. Um, Parang- Parangoski, thank you. Do you think she's gonna like basically let Halsey do that now as a way to sort of like get it? Maybe. You but, know, I but I also like, also, like how do
0: you get how, how do you get Cortana to him then? I feel like Halsey's just gonna do what she wants manipulatively, regardless.
1: Yeah. Her hair was amazing. Her hair looked amazing. Yeah, like,
0: how do you yeah, have no, time really for that? I really liked Halsey. Yeah, like she I kind of, I kind of already feel like I don't want anyone else to play Halsey. Like this is my. No,
1: country. I know. No, she, she's perfect. She, she just looks. She has that look too, and everything. But final thoughts for me, uh, yeah, seven and a half, seven and a half out of ten. Uh, really excited. Super enjoyed it. Totally get every criticism I've seen out there, but it's its own thing. I'm judging it on its own, and uh, it's really great. And. This is it's my hot take, guys, but I'm just saying it right now because it's just fun. I probably won't feel this way at it by the end of the show, but I. Uh, this is this is uh, the most excited I've been for Halo, and like I was really excited for Halo Infinite coming out of the gate, but like, this is just a whole new era of Halo, and it's really cool to see it. It it uh, show it blew up. It's already Brian, I think uh, the most streamed show on Paramount Plus, I think already. Awesome. So I could be wrong, but there were some statistics about that. Well, it's got
0: season two already, so we know at least if it doesn't work out, we at least get two seasons. Yeah, <laughs> I know.
1: I thought that too. <laughs> I was like, at least yeah. we get 20 episodes, I think. But what are your final yeah. thoughts?
0: Uh, yeah, final thoughts, uh, 7.5 out of 10. Like I said, me and Josh are just, we're kind of putting aside our like super critical brains because... We'll do that, that at, the, a at a the end of
1: the, the season. It yeah. takes
0: the fun away sometimes. So, you know, just as uh, two guys having fun watching a Halo TV show... Uh, really enjoyed it. 7.5. I'm excited to watch next week's episode. Um, I may even watch this episode a third time. I just thought it was fun to be back in that. Oh. You know, I don't want to say this too early, but because I, I, I thought about saying this, but I thought, no, Brian, why don't you wait and say yeah. it later? But I'll tell you what's on my mind. What's on my mind is I feel like there's a lot of people out there who're gonna go. Ford on the dawn was way better. But and I, like I like I said, I'm not gonna say this definitively, but I kind where my mind is kind of right now is like. Sure, Ford the Dawn did a great job with its low budget and like it didn't really stomp on the it didn't really stomp on the lore people like this show's doing. But some of the stuff I've seen from this episode is already kind of the best live action by like, in a sense, by far, I've ever seen from Halo. Like some of the stuff with Chief and, and, and Silver Team and some of seeing some of like the Reach and UNSC well, stuff. When he was like he kinda like wakes up. After the, his
1: oxygen levels are decreased, and he like puts his hand on the like that part of the the ship, just reaches for it and grabs it, and immediately like lifts open that flap and hits that thing to like get power. Man, so so much of this shit. You're right, yeah. so much like, of the shit was great.
0: Like, if you just kind of if you just kind of like don't fixate on the the lore not lining up, like I mean this this chief suit is a lot. The chief suit, the chief action, the the yeah. actor, all of this stuff with chief, I it's kind of like in one sense. It's definitely better done than Forward and Dawn. But I will give credit to Forward and Dawn. Forward and Dawn really knew restraint very well. You know, I th- and I don't need to compare them, but I kind of am because it's the closest thing we have to compare. Like we've seen a little bit of Halo live action before. I mean, Forward and Dawn as one little miniseries is more con- cohesive. Yeah. But they're already doing so much more with this... Bigger budget, and I'm excited to see it. I mean,
1: you tell me if you disagree, real quick. But uh, I think the another good comparison is honestly like the MCU films to like Marvel comics. Like a lot of the storylines, like Civil War and stuff, and like what Thanos wanted to do, the Infinity stuff. It's different. Uh, it's all like kind of adapted. There's a lot of it pulled yeah. from what's already established, but they're like telling their own story and own versions with it, with their own like characters and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's what this kind of feels like in one episode. The second one is called Unbound. So that's gonna be interesting, but uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited.
0: Josh, why don't you give me? Uh, why don't you give me that uh, review we have? We're coming in.
1: Oh no, that's up to you. I sent you the text, buddy. That is. Um, oh, I got that. Too. I got that. Yeah, yeah You did send me the
0: text. Okay, yeah, I got it. Cool. All right, so uh, I think it was last episode we got a review from Albino, and he told me to read it off, but it hadn't been approved by the iTunes or whatever. So now it's time for me to read it off. It says. Five stars. Turkey baby. (laughs) Josh, hit us up with the sound of the turkey lady finding out that Erica and Brian are having a baby.
1: Child in the all vet family, you're gonna have a baby. We gotta go to the store, we gotta go to Toys R Us, go in the kids' well, way. Toys R Us ain't gone anymore. I gotta go somewhere else now. Gonna have to go to Walmart, get the baby clothes, and we're gonna have to get a little. to Brian,
0: is it a boy or is it a girl? Very nice. I'm honored. It's Me and Erica are honored. Wait,
1: yeah, it's a girl, right? We gotta go get the pinks, we gotta go get the little teddy bears and the socks, and we gotta get the little applesauce. And all the
0: food prepared.
1: I can't make nothing in this copper pan, but I can sure make some baby food. I got
0: nothing. (laughs) Um, First time Josh ever meets my kid and he's gonna do turkey lady voice and she's just gonna start crying. Start
1: screaming. (laughs) Start screaming Traumatized. Traumatized.
0: (laughs) Traumatized. Oh, man. <laughs> I would okay, crap. Um, okay. Hey, thanks, Albino.
1: Th- Sorry about the lateness on this. <clears throat> Thank you for that.
0: We're going to make this quick because we have to get out of here. But, um, guys, if you want to support us monetarily, you can go to patreon.com slash sacredicon. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at Sacred Icon Pod. If you want to follow Josh on Twitter, he's at Jurassic Joshy. If you want to follow me, I've been MIA for a while, but I'm at Brian's Bane. Uh, if you want to le- send us an email or a voice clip, let us know your thoughts on the Halo TV series Go to. uh, You can leave that email or voice clip at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. Guys, we just wanted to say real quick before we get out of here, um, we're going to do something a little different. Usually we read off all the patron names and we say something a little funny about you and move on. But I just wanted to say this real quick. I'll I'll start by saying something nice, then I'm going to read off the names, then Josh is going to say something nice and we're out of here. But I just want to say to you guys, there are times where Josh and I are either, you know, Work's rough, or we're sick, or something's going on with family, or we're just not in the mood to to podcast, we're not in the mood to talk about Halo, or maybe we're not in the mood, Just we're just not in the mood or whatever. And seeing this long list of, right now, 59 patrons Mm -hmm. that support us uh, monetarily every month, every time we see that, it it kicks us in the butt and makes us want to make sure we get content out to you guys because it shows how much you guys really love our stuff. It's invigorating. How much you want us to keep going. Um, and we just thank you so much. So, <clears throat> rather than doing, we, we do have less time, but we're doing a little different this time. I'm just going to read off all the names, tell you guys just how much we really, really appreciate you. Yeah, guys, thank you. It really does mean a lot.
1: And uh you know, between between seeing that stuff and then also just getting your guys' comments on the episodes, you know, just some of the stuff we bring up and talk about, getting the water cooler talk on that means a lot to us. It really does. It's it helps awesome. us so and, much.
0: And guys, uh this goes to everyone, not just patrons. So I want to shout out again here. Uh, feel free to come in and, and leave voice clips, send emails, or come in the Discord and tell us how much you love or hate the show. If you hate the show, I mean, just I mean, be respectful of other people's uh, you know other people who enjoy it. But like, come in, tell us why you don't like it. Tell us what bothered you the most. Tell us what you love. We'd love to talk. It's you funny. About it, this but,
1: this is the most lore heavy. I think I've been able to talk because this is the most I've known about. Right?
0: Even playing fields. <laughs> even playing fields. So, I'm not behind anymore in the silver timeline. Um, so our patrons that we we love and we're we're so thankful for. We have. Uh, Lisa McCreary, Sparky's, It's Yachty. Uh, I think I might have said that wrong. It's Yodi? I think it's Yodi. Yachty. Uh, Hocus Locus, Dark KS 580, Phantom, Blind Valkyrie, William Green, Kevin Benson, Albino, uh, Ira TV, um, I, 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 I Irving TV. I see, I always get that you wrong. You got it, though. It's all good, baby. Jason Bird, True. Woo 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 Woo. I just wanted to do that, but I did. Had to do it. I, uh, AJ's Dank, Evan Leaw. Elliot Elliot Finn Fallout 152 Owen the Lego King Menadeus Menadeus <laughs> Shin, Shin Revel Irish Phoenix. You guys don't know how hard how hard it is for me to not do a lot No, all the and I can see it on guys. his face too he wants to do it. That's why he's I like I have to gonna... get I have to be to a church thing in like twenty minutes. The so really is coming guys, out, but, but We love you so much. Um Lame Shark The Dav, Kevin Nelson, Demon 256, Eric Milligan, <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys, I'm coming off a sickness. Jared Hartley Spacebound rocket ship. (laughs) So, Jesus Christ, you just had a puberty. Small Print TV, Aaron, Cameron88, Colton Pittman, Rodan, Butter My Waffles, Nerva, Anthony Dorsey, uh, ACDC Outlaw, uh, (laughs) Caleb Webster, Chris Greco, me Gecko. Have you seen my Greco? It's Chris Gecko. Oh, shit. Tony, Pixel Freaks, King Grunt, Ares0430, I Can't See, You're Blotting Out the Sun, (laughs) Montana Menace, I Can't Help Myself, Green Plumber, Cody O's, Cereal's Great, Love You, Joshy Big Boy, Josh Feels Inferior to You, Ryan Barca, Dustin Mondre, K.O. Qual Entertainment. Entertainment, uh, well, is where <laughs> Anthony Nicolosi is what I meant to say. I just said K.O. Qual Entertainment. Go. <laughs> Corey Hanks, our buddy Preyonshu, Brent Onimo, MH Cosplay, Chili Drop Pod, you know. You know him. Yeah. Ian Big Dog Mills, Meme Lord Photon, Trevor Polky, Women Everywhere, get it out <laughs> here. Uh, K. And Nick, he thinks we're quality, love him. Shipley's, you're so much better than division Dust Storm, you're the OG. Matthew Salvatore, you knew it needed more. Thank you so much, guys.
1: Hey guys, thank you so much. Love you guys so much, each one of you. Uh, I know, again, we went through that super fast, but it's just because we're in a hurry this time. But we did not want to skip that. Uh, we love you guys so much. Your support means so much to us,
0: guys. We wish we could spend more time with you. Uh, maybe next week with next week's episode. Maybe we'll go about an hour and a half, a little bit longer if we have some more time. We're excited to talk about it. Thank you so much for listening to the Sacred Icon Podcast. And as always, keep it sacred.